What's going on, guys, and welcome back to The Born Money Show. It's your host, Mr. Born Money, here to help you stay calm, print money, and have life on your terms. Now, what I wanted to talk about today is really beginning the, your journey to financial freedom, what that looks like, right? Now, what I want to do is clearly communicate that this is not financial advice by any means whatsoever. All I'm doing is sharing what's worked for me, some of the investments principles that I've learned over the years, and... This is for pure entertainment purposes. If you're seeking financial advice, if you have issues with your own portfolio, seek a financial advisor, somebody who's licensed and who's qualified to be able to meet you at your unique needs. This is just for educational purposes and same purposes only. One of the most important things is really just kind of understanding where you want to go and what it looks like to kind of reach the destination. And so in having a long time horizon, I think a lot of people, when they're thinking about where they want to be financially, they're very impatient. They want things to happen overnight. They want things to happen immediately. And that's because of the way that we've been conditioned with social media, instant gratification, and the business and consumer world wanting to you to push a button and get instant results. It just doesn't happen like that when it comes to your finances. And so you have to look at a longer time horizon and be okay with things taking a while to get to where you want it to be. So first you have to think about where do you want to be, right? In two, three years, five years, even 10 years. For me, I turned 30 this last week and I said, a goal for where I want to be in the next 10 years. I'm not thinking about where I want to be in 90 days, where I want to be in a year, two years. I'm like, these are the things that I want to accomplish in the next decade, right? If I can do these things in the next decade, I'm going to be very, very happy. So one of the disciplines that I've learned over time is being able to stretch your time horizon. The further your time horizon is, the more likely you are to be successful just because you were disciplined enough <laughs> to wait out most of your competition. <laughs> if you can just do something on a long enough time horizon, success is, is inevitable. So one of the things when you're beginning your, your journey to financial freedom is you have to be thinking like two, three, five, even 10 year timelines, right? If you can think in that timeline, it allows you to make really smart decisions in how you're approaching it. Right. So think, all right, where, where do I want to be in the next 10 years? How do I want my life to look? All right. I don't do anything unless I'm willing to commit to doing it for at least five years. All right. When I started my my first business, I was like, I'm going to eat shit for five years just to figure out and see if it's if, if I can make this work. All right. If I can't figure it out in five years and I gave it my all, then it just wasn't meant to be. So. That's the kind of attitude that you want to have is you have to commit to doing something long enough to actually see the fruits of your labor. So one of the first things when I was beginning my journey with finances is I had to clean up my credit. My credit was terrible. I think I was I had like a 460 credit score or something like that. And it's because I was very irresponsible with my money when I was younger. Right. I started making a ton of money when I was 18, uh, working as a manager for UPS and uh, very quickly just started spending all that money 
sort of blowing that money. So for me, one of the things that I had to do was really suffer the consequences for those decisions. I was paying for things. I was paying for everybody's foods. I was paying for everybody's rent. I was, um, I should have bought my first car in cash, but I put it on a credit card. Um, and then when I got, I got in a car accident, I broke my wrist and I couldn't work for like four or five months. I didn't have enough money set aside to be able to cover the payments on my car. I ended up, uh, and that ended up really messing up my, my credit score. Um, and then I wasn't able to go to work even after that. And then the money that I was supposed to get for, um, the disability when I was, wasn't able to work, that money was delayed. So all this compounded I debt mounting that I wasn't able to pay. So it took me a long time to rebuild, right? And by the time I was ready to start to take finances and take my life seriously, it took me forever to kind of get to that point, right? So one of the things that I had to learn was I have to be patient, right? I mean, it took me forever to destroy my credit and it's not gonna happen overnight rebuilding it. What's going on? I wanted to take this time to quickly interrupt this video or this podcast. If you found this helpful and you're interested in getting started investing on the blockchain, we have an incredible program called the Born Money System inside of our wealth sanctum. What we do is we'll guarantee you'll produce cash flow within the first 30 days of setting up your first digital cash flowing real estate on the blockchain or you don't pay. So if you're interested in that, there'll be a link somewhere in the show notes for you to be able to apply and schedule a free strategy session where we can look at your portfolio, look at your financials and figure out what would be the best and most efficient way to deploy capital on the blockchain to guarantee cash flow. Hope to see you on the inside. Back to the show. So let's take down and kind of do a damage damage evaluation. How much damage was was done? Right. Where are all the things coming from? So and then I went and hired somebody to help me fix my credit, help me identify what are the things that I need to do so I can learn from them. What are the changes that I need to make? Right. So I went ahead and did that and then started working on it one at a time. All right. I need to look at my expenses. Where am I spending too much? What are the things that I need to cut out? Which cards do I need to pay off first so I can start making progress towards uh, improving my credit and making progress towards being able to reach financial freedom, right? So have to take it step by step, eliminating the debt, being more efficient with the money, the income that I was bringing in, right? And making sure that I was paying things down that weren't serving me. And then I have to send out letters to dispute certain things that shouldn't have been on my credit report and things like that. So over time, that started to, to improve and then I had to get really frugal with how I was spending money. I couldn't go out with my friends every weekend. I damn sure wasn't going to be able to buy drinks every weekend. And so I had to be very, very frugal with what I was doing with my money because I was like, I know this is where I want to be 10 years from now. This is where I want to be by the time I'm 30. These are the things I want to be able to accomplish, right? So if I'm looking on that time horizon, I have to make sure every decision I'm doing right now and all the things that I'm doing on a day-to-day basis are actually helping me reach those goals, right? So first step was fixing my credit and making sure it was good. Because if you want to acquire any kind of assets, if you want to build wealth, you need cash flowing assets. And in order to get cash flowing assets, you need leverage. In order to get leverage, you need to show banks and and creditors that you are somebody that they can loan and give money to. 
In order to do that, you need good credit. So everything came down to being able to have credit because I just wasn't going to produce enough income to buy everything in cash. So I was like, I need to fix the credit because that's going to give me the highest leverage opportunity to start to acquire assets with leverage and start to acquire assets with the funds that I, with the, with, with the cash flow that I need. Right. So that was step one, fixing the credit, getting those things buttoned up. And then step two was building enough cash reserves to start to invest, right? To start to deploy capital and start to acquire assets and start to produce certain cash flow and start to be able to use these things to get from step one to step two, right? So first thing was cleaning up the credit, getting that fixed up. Next step was increasing my, my, my income and reducing my expenses. So that excess, that gap, I can set aside and start using, building that up so I can start investing into acquiring assets, right? As I start to increase the gap between my fixed expenses and the income, building up the cash reserve. And then from there, doing research and identifying what are going to be those asset classes that I need that are going to produce a cash flow that I want to eventually kind of produce a passive income that I want to get to. So spent months doing research and taking some of the money that I've set aside, hiring mentors, paying people to teach me, scheduling consulting sessions, talking to financial advisors and all these different things doing research just to kind of figure out what asset class do I want to focus on. And ultimately initially settled on um, stocks and day trading because I didn't have a big enough reserve to go get into real estate, right? And real estate is easy to put money into a property. It's very difficult to take the money out. So it's like, I still needed to be liquid and be able to kind of figure those things out. So I started dabbling in stocks. Um, and learning and, and paying attention to it and working with a little bit of money. I wasn't spending tens of thousands of dollars day trading. I put a little bit of money in so I can analyze and really understand how the ebbs and flows of the market, right? Uh, but those are like the steps, right? You need to fix your credit, eliminate your debt, increase your income, keep your expenses fixed, that gap, set it aside, and then just start learning with the additional funds that you have set aside. Start playing with a small amount of money so you can just learn and figure out what you need to do to kind of get to where you want to be. So that's just kind of like the beginning. This is just going to be a part one. Uh, I'll dive into more specifics on like a part two of this series. If you guys find it helpful and you want more things like this, you want more discussions like this, feel free to like, comment, and share. Let me know where you're at in your journey or do you just beginning and do you find these types of topics helpful? Let me know and I'll continue the series on this, but it's really going to be based on your interest and what you guys tell me. So like, comment and share and I'll see you in the next one. If you found this video helpful, chances are you're going to find a ton of value in our Boring Money community where I'm in there live actively sharing articles, market updates and just uh, educating you on what's going on in the market real time. So if you don't want to wait for another one of these episodes or another video training to come out and you want to have live updates on what's happening in the market, go ahead and join the Boring Money community where you can have access to us and be able to ask any questions that you want and potentially even get featured in an episode. Till next time, hope to see you on the inside.